Hello and welcome to um, Prepared to Answer. Um, it's so good to have you all with me again today. Um, we really do live and learn and sometimes just wanted to say it's good to be cautious. This is my um, second recording of the same podcast. Um, I recorded the very same podcast earlier on, um, but I thought I'd press the stop button, but I hadn't. And I recorded a, a family um, conversation. So I decided, luckily it was good to be cautious and not to publish this. But, um, so it's my second attempt. Um, but this is a topic today. And the title of the today's podcast is Watch Out for Inaccurate Descriptions of, About God. Um, and this is all about trying to help us with our evangelism, with our outreach, um, with reaching out to people and how the conversations go. Um, but within the conversation, very often, my point today really is, is that there's an inaccurate descriptions about God, either said or assumed or behind a statement that someone makes. Um, and, and sometimes we don't spot it. This will go on a lot more than we realize um, and sometimes, as I say, we just don't see it. Um, so hopefully today I can identify some common things that people say, um, common questions or statements that have this underlying, as, as an underlying issue, essentially, is that they've, they've thrown out at some point an inaccurate description about the God that we follow. And to be honest, as is, as is the case with some of these, we very well may agree with these ourselves, that we, we don't actually see God the way they said they think we see him. So some of the, the common things that are thrown out in accurate descriptions, um, as people might say, and this might come up through a family meeting or family gathering, um, maybe even around the, the Christmas dinner table maybe, and have a little chat afterwards. Somebody f- throws out on the street or, or around the dinner table, um, you know, how can you believe in that old man in the sky? Um, and what you feel like saying or really should say is, you know, I, I don't believe God's some old man in the sky that's uninterested in that earth, in this earth, which is often an assumption made by a phrase like that. But there's a lot of other things that people say, a lot of other questions that people have. And again, behind all this is a wrong assumption about God. And I'll throw out some here today. And again, maybe you can think of others that I haven't mentioned. Please drop them to me. Um, send them to me. Say, even tell me how, what you see in them or even how you've navigated them waters when someone said that, what you've said in response to that or what's helped you or even how you've come a, a bit unstuck and didn't know what to say. Um, so things that people say are things like, how can God answer all the prayers of everyone at the same time? Um, what? gender is God? Is God black? Is he white? Is he Latino? What race is he? Is he male or female? Um, why can't we see God? Um, why has God not revealed himself? Why is he never, in the history of the world or whatever, why has he never revealed himself? Um, and why can we not prove him by scientific experiment? Why can we not prove God empirically? Um, why does he not let himself be revealed in that way? And hence then more people would, would follow him. And I'm sure there's a lot more statements like this or questions like this that people make, um, where what I want to say is behind them, there's something behind a lot of these these questions or statements, which is that the person who said it has assumed that God shared our limitations in some way. So we're earthbound creatures um, immersed in space and time, physical weaknesses and attributes that we have. Um, we have these limitations and people automatically assume that God shares these limitations and then fix upon him boundaries that really aren't aren't correct. Um, and with some of the phrases I just given, there's a lot of inaccurate descriptions or inaccurate views held about God. So how can God answer all the prayers of all people at, sa- at the same time? Well, the key word in there I suppose you could look for would be time. As we've said already, an accurate view of God is that he's not bound by space and time. He is the creator of space and time. 
Um, and he's not bound by them laws. So he's outside of time. He's timeless. He's not got the same limitations upon posed upon him in regards to time as, as what we do. He doesn't age. So he's outside of that. So answering all the prayers of all people at the same time or any time-bound constraint, it won't affect God because that's not the view we have of God. It's an inaccurate view of God. And what gender is God? Why can't we see him? Why does he not reveal himself more? Why can he not be proved empirically or scientifically? Can all be answered by the by the idea that God isn't physical. Not like us. We know from John 4.24 that it says that God is spirit. So he's not a physical being. Um, and therefore, we, we he isn't black or white. He's not male or female. And he's omnipresent, which means he's in all places at all times. So he's actually too big to fill the universe. And in fact, he's spirit. He, he can't be proven um, and by scientific experiment as Many things can't be proven by scientific experiments. Things like love and justice um, can't be proved the way that science would like to prove them. They can only prove what is physical and um, by experiment. Um, so again, a lot of these things just assume that God shares our limitations. When in fact, these are inaccurate descriptions of God. And hence, the questions are fairly easy to answer. I think the difficulty is identifying when someone's done this. Whenever you're having a conversation and they've laid out a description about a God and how can you follow this God or how does that make sense? Well, what they've applied to God the whole time was some inaccurate view of who God really is. Um, and the idea that he's bound by his own universe really, in a sense, doesn't make much sense. Um, but what I would like to say as well, that the Bible, just to clear this up, because maybe somebody would throw out this accusation of how the Bible does this. The Bible does say at times that God um, sees with his eyes, that he hears with his ears, and sometimes that the arm of the Lord is not too short to save. Um, and you think, well, that seems to be describing God physically. Um, well, it's not actually describing God physically, and this is what is known as anthropomorphic language. So because we're physically bound creatures, um, the Bible, and in order to help us understand God, just puts it in language that describes him as if he's physical. When in fact, the Bible clearly teaches us that he isn't physical. Um, but it uses this type of language, known as anthropomorphic language. In an attempt to help us understand God, it uses th that type of language. And to say, if you look into them scriptures themselves, you see that it's not really describing God in a literal sense. Um, but it's putting them in terms that we, we can understand it. So that, that's helpful to do. Um, so if you are in these conversations and you hear these things, I say the first thing I would say today is try and identify when people describe a God which is inaccurate. Um, and when I say inaccurate, how can we tell it's inaccurate? Well, the other challenge today, the practical for us today, is to be fill our minds with <clears throat> scriptures which describe what God is really like. And that's what's going to counteract the things that we hear where people put out an inaccurate description of God. Um, so what we want to do is focus on the scriptures, with, again, scriptures which describe what God is like. So things that will talk about God being outside of space and time. You know, we think of Isaiah chapter 40, which says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood since the earth was founded? He sits enthroned above the circle of the earth, and its people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy and spreads them out like a tent to live in. He brings princes to naught and reduces the rulers of this world to nothing. So it describes God as being outside the earth, the creator of the ends of the earth, in fact. And he is, in fact, outside of space and time. So to lay that boundary upon him is actually incorrect, as he's described in the scriptures. Um, other scriptures, obviously, John 4.24 says that God is spirit. 
you know, he's not a physical being. He's a spirit, and therefore he could fill the earth if omnipresent. Um, and again, he couldn't be in a physical body. We know he came physically to the earth as Jesus, of course. Other ways that we can describe, and I think other just, we can look up scriptures on this, is other accurate descriptions of God, is God is a personal God. So God cares intimately about the people on the earth. Although he wishes that people would do good, he's not willing to remove our free will in order to force us to be good. You know, he cares about each one of us. And the Bible clearly lays out, and this can veer into other areas, that God is a loving God. And that's the whole, obviously, the whole reason behind Jesus and the cross, that God was willing to come down and take away our pain and take away our suffering. So even accurate views about God that might really impact the person's heart, when you know that that person is quite a, a person of justice, they like to see um, people helping, uh, maybe the poor and the widows and, and the suffering. When people like that in our, uh, that we reach out to, that we try and show them that side of God. So I suppose the practical point of today is to really be in touch with an accurate view of God as he's described in the scriptures. And, and, and these, these studies are often so fruitful for ourselves, just in terms of encouraging our hearts about the type of God that we follow. I mean, I love scriptures that, in James that talk about, you know, it says that um, religion that God accepts is pure and faultless is this. Keep yourself from being polluted by the world and to look after orphans and widows in their distress. The heart of God as laid throughout scripture from beginning to end. What he taught us is the Israelites as he took them out of Egypt was to look after the alien and the fatherless, to look after the orphans and the widows, to look after people in need. That was the heart of God, and Jesus demonstrated that. So I just say this today, is it counteracts quite well some of the inaccurate views that people hold about God. But again, the point today was watch out for inaccurate descriptions about God. Watch it out in conversations when people throw it out there. And again, you might miss it. It might take a while to identify it. And you may need to reflect on it when you come back and where you see that that, that wasn't quite accurate, in fact. If you have any other um, inaccurate descriptions you've heard in conversations, please drop them to me. Um, share any comments you have on this, anything that's helped today. But again, that's the practical. Identify the inaccurate description and also hold in our minds the key scriptures that, that represent the true character of God, which counteracts them inaccurate descriptions, if you like. So many thanks for listening today. Um, I'll be with you again shortly.